I don't know about you, but I really enjoy going through the discipline of a one-year Bible. The one I use gives me a uh, Old Testament, a Psalm, a Proverb, and a New Testament reading. And I'm always amazed throughout the year that I find how they overlap. Uh, obviously, the Bible wasn't designed specifically in that one-year model I just mentioned. I mean, I think the Bible was designed for us to read through it many, many times in our lifetime. But it wasn't made so that Proverbs 1, Psalm 1, Genesis 1, Matthew 1, and then continuing on so that once you get to, say, August 15th, uh, whatever the readings are that day, they're also meant to align. However, because of the consistency of the Word of God, that's not a surprise either. And that the the repetition deepens the meaning for us as we we see this theme developed throughout Scripture and then repeated in different ways. And there are different kinds of literature, whether it's Genesis, which is history, or Psalms, where we have poetry, or Proverbs, where we have wisdom and admonition, and then the Gospels, where we have the life, the person, and work of Christ. So different types and ways of describing this biblical theme, what I've come to call the biblical faith. And I'm, I'm switching from what I used to say, the biblical worldview, to the biblical faith in order to recapture the word faith. Because worldview might mean something just like just the beliefs. Whereas I think faith captures the whole thing. Faith captures the beliefs. It certainly is beliefs. But then it also captures our commitment to something, our faithfulness. And it also captures our actions, how we live and what we do. So I'm using that term, the biblical faith. And we know it's taught in, in its uh, organic seed form in Genesis 1 through 3. And what I mean by that is that the themes taught in Genesis 1 through 3 are then repeated and developed and grown throughout the rest of Scripture all the way down to Revelation 22. So what I want to do today for our devotion was simply look at how amazing Genesis 1, uh, Proverbs 1, Psalm 1, and Matthew 1 are. As, it, as you look at it, it looks like, oh, here's Genesis 1. They put them in different order, huh? So here you simply have the beginning of all things. You have the teaching in Genesis 1, 1. God is there. God didn't have a beginning. But in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, which is a phrase meaning all the other things. So verse 1 affirms the clarity of God's existence and who God is. From just verse 1, you should be able to derive the entire definition of God. Now, then we get to Psalm 1. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of scoffers or sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates day and night. So now you have this teaching that right in the beginning, once we get to the proverb or, or Psalms, we've already, we're already into the fall. So Genesis 1-1 is the beginning of all things. And Genesis 3 tells us about the fall. The Psalms are working within the context of our needing salvation. And there are two ways. Same thing we're taught, though, in Genesis 3. There's two paths. Blessedness comes from him who walks in the path of the Lord or life. On uh, the day we will surely die, meaning the day you keep the law, you will live. Or when we turn to Proverbs 1, the Proverbs of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel, to know wisdom and instruction, to understand words of insight, to receive instruction in wise dealing, in righteousness, justice, and equity, 
to give prudence to the simple, knowledge and discretion to the youth. Let the wise hear and increase in learning, and the one who understands obtain guidance. To understand a proverb and a saying, the words of the wise and their riddles. And then the summary in verse 7 of everything, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. So the beginning of all wisdom, verse 7, where does all wisdom begin with the fear of the Lord? And again, there's two paths, the fear of the Lord and the fool. And then Matthew 1, another beginning, but he connects to the beginning of the covenant with Abraham. So this is the book of genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Then verse 2, Abraham was the father of Isaac. And so we begin with the covenant in Abraham, and that gets brought down through all the generations to Christ. Down from Abraham to David, and then from David to the deportation to Babylon, and then from that deportation to Babylon, the restoration, all the way down to Christ. And so those are all the generations from Abraham to David. And then in verse 18, now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. So the beginning of Christ's earthly ministry in his birth, I mean, his, his ministry begins when he begins teaching, but the beginning of his uh, life at his birth, we're going to learn about that as we get into who he is and what he'll do. So the, the one-year Bible and the way that we are, are pulled into the scriptures right from the beginning, God is eternal, God created all else. The sin that we we all share is our putting ourselves in the place of God. There are two paths, the way of wisdom and the way of folly. And the way of wisdom begins with the fear of the Lord. And there was a covenant made with Abraham all the way down to Christ who fulfills it. And Christ is our new head who undoes what Adam did and does what Adam failed to do. So I hope you're, uh, will join me in reading the Bible through in a year. I'm not suggesting you have to just use the, the the outline I'm using, you can you might have a different kind, but just the joy of going through the scriptures year after year in your life and adding uh, piece after piece as you're growing and understanding every single year.